What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Celtics and the Celtics and the Celtics and I suppose we'll throw in some AFL Fantasy Chat in there as well. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I already fucking touched my mic. Absolutely good. Straight away. We didn't last one second. Wait, I didn't even get my intro in there. Sorry. that's. Uh, I'm Mitch Case. You can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. Joined, as always, by Luke Roger the Great. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm going good, mate. How about them Celtics? Yes, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) You got the the mug positioned nicely up there. I'm even inadvertently wearing my Celtics green. Yeah. Today, so. inadvertently, you were, you're, you're a closet Celtics fan now, mate. Congratulations, yeah. mate. What do we think? Are we oh, mate, surely the Heat fans are getting nervous? Oh, look, it's never been done before. 3 0, it's never been done before, but you know, records are made to be broken, and uh, you know, anything is possible, as yeah. Kevin Garnett once said. So, you know, what I was thinking too, like if there was ever a time for it to happen, it's so the significant underdog went up 3 0. Yes. So you guys were the well, favourite going seed. in. We're a two that, seed. That's yeah. it. And you've got game seven home court. That's so. right. So this next game is going to be it. And uh, yeah, so big, there's, there's definitely some belief growing in the team. And, uh, Absolutely. Fingers crossed. But we're not going to hear talking as much as I would love to, but we're not going to be talking here the Celtics. We're talking about the. Uh, the carnage round that is shaping up to be round 11. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's driven us to drinking. Uh, really, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 pretty, here, it's pretty fucked up. No, I, I went to the fridge and I was actually... I only had one beer there, so I've just basically awesome. grabbed everything that nobody ever wanted to drink uh, that was sitting <laughs> in the shelf. And I heard, well... Well, you're a drinking game, apparently. I've found out that I'm a drinking game as well. Someone tweeted us saying that... Um, Which that, is just epic, by the way. Like, I, I think that, that's how you know you've made it. Isn't it? <laughs> I think so. I think that's I'm it. I'm a drinking game. So yeah. apparently every time I touch my microphone, people are going to have a have yep. a swig. So yep. I've I've lined up a few Beverageinos oh, for yeah. us. I might not have enough here. We, <laughs> we might have a crack. I think I'm already uh, 0-1 so far. If I miss anything, anyone on the live stream, make sure you alert us to the fact that Luke has touched his mic and we'll all take a, all take a sip. And, uh, yeah, it's below the table. <laughs> we'll see if we uh, can walk out of here or if we are stumbling. Yeah, <laughs> this live stream could go for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like we said off the top here, we'll, we'll start the show off by reacting to the Thursday teams that dropped last night, and uh, well, what a what a teams it was. Um, just we'll start with the rookies. Just names all over the place omitted. I'm talking Will Gould, Campbell Chesser, the Mac, Kane Baldwin, Alwyn Davy Jr., Harry Sharp, all of them omitted. Um, Chincotta didn't get named back in. Still have no fucking idea where Josh Fahey is. <laughs> You've already dropped an F-bomb. It's a big one. He's, it's a big one. What, what does the guy have to do, really? Um, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's some conspiracy going on. I've got to put my tinfoil hat on because this guy's <laughs> yeah. popped 160 in the VFL and he's not getting a game. Yeah. It's the kind of stuff that if you don't laugh, you cry. Yeah, well, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? and, and on top of that, um, you know, uh, JJ has been out injured. Um, Oliver's gone. Uh, Josh Kelly is out injured as well. So we've already got force trades, red dots everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah it's just, Shit. it's it's ending up, shaping up to be a, a top... Uh, well, Bales has noticed that I shaved the mow off. Thanks, mate. Mitch didn't even notice, and I'm his next door neighbour, so I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, mate, sorry, mate. You know what a kid at I'm school? I'm just so focused on the fantasy. You are, mate. Yeah. Well done, you. You know what a kid at school said to me? What? He looked at me. Yeah. 
You you look ugly without a moustache. <laughs> I, I took it Got as that, a, mate. I took it as a bit of a compliment. It means I didn't look ugly before. So, oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. I took All it right. a positive. Spin it. Spin it out which way you <laughs> want to, mate. But. It's coming back. I don't really. I don't know about it. Yeah. So, back. so I guess you know if we um with the Thursday night with the teams and everything like that. The the thing to take away though is that we're all going to be in the same boat. Um, I think I saw a tweet from uh, Selby or, or or something like this that of the top 100 teams um, before trades, every team in the top 100 is averaging five and a half red dots in their team. So that's a lot for the top 100, and they're the best of the best, right? Yeah. Like, so if 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 they're struggling, you know, the the players or the teams back further back are also struggling. So if you can put yourself in a more advantageous position than that, you have the opportunity to take a leg up, but yep. Whilst before, previously, you know, I've been a preacher of like, get the best upgrade you can, trade out, you know, cut these rookies early if you need to. Yep. I think that changes this week going into the buy rounds and that's what makes it different uh, than any other week is because we're very close to having to use all these rookies that are typical on our bench. Yeah. We're going to have to put them on field next week. So, Well, you mentioned um, you mentioned Selby there and I think I uh, was reading that in all of his successful years, he's used this week as an opportunity to um, fix up red dots and when yeah. the goat speaks, we listen. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, you know, we'll talk about it a bit more later, won't we? But I've typically used round 12 because you know round 12 is like that awkward round where some yeah. people are on their buys, others you're trading into haven't yet had their buy. So it's a bit of an awkward week. I usually use that. You've got the, the three trades, but yeah. this year I think definitely this is the round to do it. And you might have to do it again next week as well. You might have to, we might have like two or three rounds of red dot rookie fix ups just yeah. to make sure the buys are, are all sweet. And then in rounds 13, 14, 15, we can make those big upgrades. So it's, there's definitely going to be some moving and shaking, isn't there, through the buys? Yeah, so absolutely. You, know, you want to be prepped for it, for sure. We'll be, we'll be uh, hanging out for that. The other last thing for the Thursday night teams is just a couple of rookies on our extended benches in Blake Drury and Darcy Wilmont on the extended benches, not confirmed in there. I feel confident about Wilmont. Drury. Surely Drury <laughs> gets the chop. Zero confidence at all. The, uh, the yeah. Drury's out. The, yeah, the Drury's out of there. Um, he was subbed out as well on the. The, uh, yeah, on the weekend, so that's what, like a fourteen or something, something terrible. Um, so that's never a good sign. And uh, yeah, I mean, even if he is there, you know, his break even is thirty one. He he's what averaging thirty, so he's he's averaging less than his break even is. So yeah, it's not not our great white hope savior at the moment. So uh, a little well, bit of chaos too. We I think we've dodged most of the premium chaos, but people yes. with JJ and Clary and yes. Kelly it's are tough, riddled, riddled with bullets. To be so in. yeah, we'll see what happens. So, with all that said, yes. let's talk about some... I'm calling these downgrade targets, okay. but they could also be sideways targets as well. Yep. Or even potentially upgrade targets from your basement uh, price red dots. So, number one, I think this week is uh, George Wardlaw, the accountant. <laughs> he brought numbers last week. The numbers. And uh, I think he's going to continue to bring numbers. And he looks like the guy with the biggest job, the best job security. He also has an excellent role. Um, in a team where I don't see him moving from that role. Let me put you on the spot. When In a year like this, when a guy like him presents himself, do you have to jump on this this week? That's, that's the question that I've, I've heard circulating around um, a, lot of the, a lot of the week and, and a few different podcasts about different thoughts. I personally think I would be prioritizing getting a ward law, even if it means missing out on some of these other guys I'm about to go through and like a Humphrey, a Weddle, yeah. a Hobbs and those guys that are good picks and will increase in price a lot themselves. But we also don't know what's going to come next week. Yeah. There might be more carnage and I would just prioritize getting in the guy that I think is going to be the biggest cash maker. Um, he's got the last buy around, so he's going to get you all the way through and you're going to trade him off at round 15. So for me... He's the priority. And of all those players that I've listed, he's probably got the best role. Um, he's yeah. an inside mid. And, and I think he's going to continue to be an inside mid. So I do think that he is a this week trade. Yeah. I, I personally would be recommending not trying to finesse your way, getting those other guys and trying to get him next week. Yeah. That's my personal view. I, I've heard others say, um, you know, others uh, you know say different and, and say you can get like a, a Humphrey, for example, before him and, and go him next week. It could very well be to play if Wardlaw comes out and scores poorly. I could definitely see that, but I would just feel better knowing that he's in my side and I'll, I'll figure the rest out later. 
Would you say that anyone who traded him in last week is a genius? <laughs> or would that be too far, do you think? <laughs> Jesus, mate. Come on. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. oh, sorry. That's, that's me. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, I would give him genius. Pat status. yourself on the back a, bit, a little bit harder next time. Well, I mean, I'll just take my shoulder, pat myself on the back so hard. <laughs> yeah, no, look. Good trade. Good trade. Hats off to you. But, uh, well, at least we can watch him together this week and we'll both be happy about it. Absolutely, scoring. yeah. And I won't be uh, you know, hoping that they hold him out when he's uh, going yeah. down to the room for that assessment. I'm telling you, hoping for concussions. <laughs> uh, no, no, not hoping for concussions. Just if there is an ox to the head. You're, you know? you're a sicko, mate. Karma's going to get you. But now I say, play the man. Play the man. Any knocks to the head, don't... Nah, no, no assessments anymore. <laughs> <laughs> get him out there. Uh, but number two, I do have Bailey Humphrey from the Gold Coast Suns. I think he looks secure in that team. Round 13 by, I think, is, is still a positive thing. Yeah. Um, that round 15 by does look very scary, especially with the amount of red dot rookies we've got at the moment. Yeah. So um, he's someone... I, I think they've got a back-to-back games in Northern Territory. I want to say. Yeah, slippery up there. Did you see they um, had the soap out at training? Yeah, I did you see, see that. that. Yeah, 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 playing with soapy balls. We so. used, well, hang Whoa. on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Hold no. On. You sicko. We used, to do, we used to do that at training. We used to get the, the yeah. soap out. Does, we, did it work? No, we still sucked. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, when we used to go up to the NT, Alice or um, up in Darwin, we'd have the soapy footies out. So I don't know how, I don't know how much it helps. Yeah, well, Bales loves the hump bear. Um, I, I think he is yeah. number two, um, and I am looking to trade him in next week. After saying last week that I think he was too expensive, I just waited for him to go up another 55k or so, and now I'm getting him in. But um, yeah, I think he is a good player to get. So would um, you? I think top two there. I think they're clearly ahead of the other guys, in my opinion. Okay, I'll, I've got a question for you, but I'll, I'll save it to a little bit later. Okay, okay. number three, Josh Weddle um, from the Hawks. They play the Saints this week too. Yeah, they do play and the Saints. And he waxed last week. It was like twenty-eight and two goals or something. Yes. The only thing that puts a little flag on that asterisk is like GWS played the Saints last week. My great white hope was that uh, the Mac Fleeton was going to do <laughs> something all right. Um, obviously, did. Nothing. Um, and a lot of those defenders didn't do anything either yeah. in, in um, Ash, uh, Whitfield, although he was off for a bit getting assessed. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the Saints are slightly changing it up a little bit and also the fact Hawthorne, uh, you know, they they still are a poor side. I think, you know, they obviously beat West Coast by 100 plus points. That's not going to be the case Man, <laughs> um, pretty much that. any other week. So I think that, of those three guys, he's got a low break even, but comparing him to like a Humphrey who's like a similar price, I have more um, confidence in his scoring ability compared to a Weddle uh, for Hawthorne. But he is he is another good option with a low break even that should make you a bunch of money. You've also chucked a couple more on the list. So you've got Lachlan McAndrew, um, Ruckman from the Swans, yep. and then Johnson's the Frio fellow, hey? Yes. So yep. the issue with those two boys, they're both round 12. Um, now, I think that they could potentially have some level of job security. Matthew Johnson, I also like his scoring potential and potential role, um, but he is cl- he's closest to the edge of his team of all these guys and the, probably the biggest sub-risk. Sub- oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I've yeah. heard about him is that he's more of a sub-risk. And yeah, that's- so I-, I prefer these two being guys you get in in round 13 if okay. they're there yep. because they'll be coming off their round 12 by, but I've just put, put them in there. There's not many good options, uh, really. Yeah, so this is, this is that's, a thing. that's the trouble. And we'll discuss it a little bit later as well. But it's just, you know, everyone's talking about buy strategy and stuff. Okay, you, you get through, you trade down to rookies who are coming off their buy. And where are the rookies? Where are the rookies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show me the rookies. <laughs> yeah. Are they hiding in the cup? Yeah. Like, what's, what's it's like going on? like John Travolta meme. Yeah. You, you walk in, it's like, what, where are they, mate? It's, <laughs> There's nothing going yeah, on here. So, so I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. Best of a bad bunch. So I think those top three are where I'd be shopping. The top two are the guys I have out in front with Weddle there if you already have. Uh, and I'd be trying to get all three of those guys if you can. So okay. say you've dodged the bullets like us. Yeah. Um, you know, personally, I'm doing a bit of a, a double sideways move getting in Wardlaw and Humphrey. Yep. Say you already got Wardlaw in last week. Like I was you, even thinking Humphrey. And, like um, geniuses like yourself. <laughs> um, then you could maybe go Weddle and Humphrey because yep. cash is going to be king even after the buyers when we're making those luxury trades because compared to the last couple of years, I think finishing our teams is going to be more difficult than, uh, than it has been. Now, we 
kind of discussed a few downgrade targets there as well. But yep. like you said, there's people who have do- who have um, been hit with premium bullets this week, and yeah. they might be looking for upgrade targets or even you know swapping premium to premium. Who are we looking at um, in terms of defenders? So defenders, I'm going to go through today. I'm going to give you the best option on every buy, okay. in my opinion. Some of them I've got two, and I'm going to throw it over to you because I'm a bit split. Some of them are at different price points. So on round 12, if you're looking for a round 12 defender, I think Jack Sinclair is your number one target. Um, last year, last week we spoke about Hayden Young. He kind of scraped his way to an 80-plus score last week. Jack yeah. Sinclair, on the other hand, went 140, reminded us of his ceiling. So I think he's a good target this week. Break-even, I believe, is lower, so he will it's go eight, up in price. 87 is his break-even, and um, like you said, coming off that big score. The other thing, too, with him is he's down 80K on his starting price. Yeah. So um, you know, if he can get back to those heights, then you're looking at a lock-away defender and you're looking at him reasonably cheap. Versus um, Hawthorne's a good matchup. Yeah. Do we yeah. think do we think that rolls back and that he's he's locked in there or do we think I still, that we I could... still have my doubts. He was a hundred and three averaging defender from memory last year. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna get that high, but he could get close to that high nineties, maybe crack a hundred. The narrative goes on a big run. Again, the narrative's weird, but like he's coming off seventy nine, seventy two, one forty one. Yeah. So Why? Um, yeah, like that's why did I mean. he go off the chain? Obviously, yeah, exactly. he kicked two goals, but Look, sometimes those are just the fluctuations you have in a fantasy season. Um, yeah. But I just do think that he's just a great player. I think he's moving out of the midfield now, which I think for him is a good thing. Yeah, um, So the more I see him playing that half-back role, getting more of those kick-ins, which we saw more last week, I think that's better for him. So if that trend continues, I think that he can get close to that 100 average. Yeah. Round 13 by Tom Stewart. We've talked about him all season. So, yep, not too much to discuss here. Round 14... James Sicily for the defenders. We spoke about on the podcast on Monday about that comment after the, the yeah. game about his yeah. role. That could be very interesting, and he is versing the Saints. So, could be a big one this week. <laughs> they could be 200. Some people are even talking about him as a captain option. Don't know if I'll go that far when we're talking about the big boys later, but he could be instant reward. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he's a good one there. How good is it when you hear comments like that, hey? Yeah. It's just like the perfect fantasy comment. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's good. I don't have to defend. I'll just, just worry about getting fantasy points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good comments. Yeah. Round 15, I've got two guys here, different price points. Um, so I think they're both good options for round 15 buys for a defender. Sam Doherty, I think, is just the ultimate pod. Um, at this point, how in the weird season. is that to say? Yeah, but he was last this time last year Actually, as well. I recall that, and I and this was a guy that I had targeted off. He had around twelve by last year, yeah. and so I made sure I moved heaven and earth to have the cash there to get him in. And it and it was one of my better trades of the season. Set yeah. me up really nice for the 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 run home. Um, this time, however, because he's got that around fifteen by, I feel like it's a tougher sell because we're all. I feel like we're all going to struggle on that round. Yeah. Um, but if you can make it work. He is a guy that's going to be difficult for a lot of us to get to in the back half of the season. And then Bailey Dale is someone I also really like with the JJ injury from the Bulldogs. I like Bailey Dale as an option. Yeah. He's a I lot cheaper too. than the other guys that you just spoke about. And yep. like you said, that rolls out. He's just a good football player too. I think he's a great football player, yeah. So JJ out for the foreseeable future. Dale slots into that role. The good thing as well is the Dogs are playing good football yep. recently. And yep. we always like that in terms of like roles being consistent. So I don't mind that as a trade this week, Bailey Dale. He's playing the Gold Coast Suns in um, at TIO Stadium up at the Northern Territory. But after that, he has one, two, three, four, five games at Marvel in a row. Yeah. Um, and then six out of his next seven games are also at Marvel. So a lot of home games under that roof, which is perfect for defenders. Um, and I think that, like you said, I think he's just a great footballer um, that I, yeah, I also agree with that statement. Yeah. Midfielders, who we got? Number one, round 12, I like Lockie Neal. There's a few actual options here. Yeah. You could throw in Steele as an option. Um, you could throw in Andrew Brayshaw if you don't have him. So Lockie Neal... Lock- I think Neal and the value um, and the fact that he's lower, his lower break even means that if you don't get him in this week, he's going to go up in price. What's he priced at? In terms of average, why do you know that? Let me answer that question for you. Because over his last six games, he's got scores in there of 116, 119, 103, 117. Those mm-hmm. are four of the scores. Keep that in mind. Price at 96. And then the other two scores, 70 and 67. Yeah. Makes you cringe real, a little yeah, bit, Yeah, it's real it? highs and lows. Well, not even that highs, really. Um, no. Yeah. So 96 is his price tag. Yeah. Uh, in terms of a price at figure. Uh, 817,000. He is a guy that... 
I think he can still be a hundred and two, hundred and three kind of a guy. I don't think I think he was one hundred and seven or one hundred eight. Like from this point on, yeah, from now on. Okay. Um, so I think he does present a bit of upside. I think they also have a decent run coming up, Brisbane. And um, I just kind of prioritise him because a lot of those other round 12 guys, you're kind of waiting for after their buy. Yeah. Steel, I have concerns still about his injuries. Yeah. Uh, I know we had a good game last <laughs> all of his week. Injuries. Yeah, name them all. Um, yeah. Brayshaw is just really expensive. And yeah. I think coming into the buys, you still want to use that cash considering all the red dots we have. Um, Sarong, you could argue, is there as well. But again, I think Neil just presents a bit more value. Uh, who else am I missing? I'm, I'm sure there's some other guys. Obviously, Mills is now injured. Um, and I have more confidence with Neil compared to um, some of those other Swan mids there as well. So, uh, What if you were looking for a premium on their round 13 buy? Who you, it's who it's Noah Anderson. Yeah, um, only the two teams on that buy. So there's really not too much to choose from. Yeah, he's come back down in price. I know people have been disappointed if us trading him in like the last few weeks, but... <laughs> I still expect he was tagged uh, against West Coast, yeah, and um, you know had a lower score there. And I think again he'll do fine in those slippery conditions up north. Do you see he'll tackle well? Do you see um, it's Xavier O'Neill. Did you? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, He's done two decent tagging jobs in a week, in two weeks, and then see ya. Yeah. Well, thanks for playing your role, son. Go (laughs) fucking have a run. It didn't help their team. Yeah, it didn't. They didn't do very well. well, I mean, yeah, but that's less to do with him and more to do with yeah. The whole team, I think. Yeah. But round 14, boys, you've got Rory Laird and Zach Merritt in yeah. there. I think Zach Merritt is the name on everyone's lips a yep. little bit, isn't it? Yep. He's... So Oliver to Merritt is a very popular trade, I think, this week. And I think now that we know that O'Neill's been admitted, I think that's probably the obvious trade. I know you can't go back and get the 150 or whatever it 158, was. 158. Yeah. Um, but there's still a decent run coming up, and he looks like he's just going to have his way with that midfield for the next. So are you, are you Merritt over, over Laird? In terms of, say, you didn't have merit, obviously. Is there a and price got, difference? What's the? Is there I think a, they're very similar. Okay, they're very similar. Um, let me have a look. Merit is nine twenty one, and Laird is nine thirty six. Look, I th- a fifteen k difference. I think I am still merit, but it's getting cold. It's cold yeah, weather. Yeah, it's cold weather, and I think I'm Laird of merit. But isn't that personally. a weird? Like, isn't that a weird thing for for me to say at this point, Laird or merit? And what Laird did last week, and I'm still saying oh, Merritt. Yeah. So, look... Well, what, th- what, Merritt, what Merritt did last last week. Last week, sorry. Last year is what I'm talking about for Laird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think you could I think you could flip a coin. Why are you Laird? Well, I'm Laird just because I think he's a better player. I think he's going to be a better player for the rest of the season. You think, and, he's, um, you think Laird's a better player than Zach Merritt? Are you talking football player or are you talking fantasy, fantasy player? Fantasy player. Like, as okay. he's going to average more. So. I, don't reckon, I reckon Merritt's way yeah. better than Laird. Yeah, I was talking more of fantasy sense. Um, okay, I think they're close, but yeah, so you, you reckon might, you'll you average more from this point? I think I think he's less of a tag target, um, so that is in his favour. Like you said, it's getting yeah. cold. The cuddle wet is coming in. It was about <laughs> this time last year that he he's probably averaging maybe one oh nine, one ten to this point, and then went bang after this. Yeah, and again, I think I, I brought this stat up last week, but if you take out that week one round. He's still averaging like 110 so far, Rory Laird. So I guess he's a victim of, of what we're comparing him to, which is himself, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. So, and I think, um, look, I know uh, Merritt has the matchup this week. Yeah. So he's the guy, if you want that instant reward, you know, we'll talk about the big boys later. He's. Um, Bowles, Bowles is in me. Sorry, Bowles. My apologies, <laughs> yeah, big, mate. It's Laird all big the way. Rory Laird. I'm with you, Bowles. I'm team, I'm team <laughs> Laird this week. I think, um, I just think that he's going to average. He has the upside, uh, whereas I don't think Merritt priced at, uh, you know, he's priced at 108. Merritt could do maybe 110. is kind of like the upper ceiling of what I'm seeing averaging from here and out, whereas Laird priced at 109, 110. He's got another 10 points, another 20 points, really, that he can whack on top yeah. of that over the back half of the season, which he did last year. I know it's I, a little different. And I'm I not think- expecting that, but... We've we've seen it from Laird, so yes. there's confidence in that because because I disagree in the fact that I think Merritt could average that as well in in the right role, um, given the right circumstances. I think Merritt could go huge. This is a guy with an enormous ceiling, but yeah. um, I think you you wouldn't be doing poorly if you went either option, would you? Yeah, I think they're both good options. I just have a yep. slight favour towards Rory Laird, and uh, yeah, that's just my thoughts there. Round fifteen, who are we talking? Round fifteen, I've gone a cheaper option here in Jai Simkin. I think he's a good trade target for people looking for a round fifteen because if you're looking for a round fifteen player, 
I and in the midfield, it's tough for me to target one of those uber premiums yeah. and pay a lot of money. I kind of would rather be getting a round 15 guy that I can then feel not too bad at trading That's at right. his round 15 buy. And Jai Simkin is that kind of guy for me that I get him in now for four weeks, I trade him at his round 15 to someone else and that can fix up my buys. I'm getting someone cheap that can help me yeah. until then. I'm just reiterating your point, but I feel that he fits that mould perfectly, doesn't mm. he? He's he's not going to drop you... Fingers crossed. He's not going to drop you a 30 or 40, is he? But, yeah, um, yeah you're probably not going to keep him all the way through. What about forwards? It's a little bit more slim pickings up there, I would have thought. But what do we got? Uh, forwards, you've got Errol Goulden because there's no real other forwards outside of Dunkley and everyone has him. Yep. Round 13, don't even bother. There's no forwards there unless you're talking about uh, Humphrey Bebear. <laughs> um, <laughs> As a forward. But yeah. he was in the downgrades. Yep. Round 14, is there's a few interesting options here as sort of mid-prices. I want to get your thoughts. Ben Hobbs versus Caldwell versus Darcy Cameron as a bit of a unique play as a round 14 forward slash ruck. Yeah, Tom and Graham was a bit low was. last week, just building him back in. So do we anticipate that he's going to reach the scoring potential that he did last year? I think he could. Um, I think that personally I'm waiting until further into the buy rounds because I agree his time on ground is building. Um I think it will come up, but he, he's got a high 112 break-even, so you don't need to jump this week. So no. I personally would wait and have a look. But who does he have next week in round 12? He's got the Eagles. So the They're best, known for really good best, ruckman, aren't they? Yeah, the best matchup in fantasy footy at the moment. Fuck so yeah, no. um, he is definitely someone that I will be paying close attention to. Um, mate, is that a whole skull if you take your headphones off? <laughs> Okay. Well, ho- hopefully you can get that sorted so we can keep... Sorry, guys. Here, mate. Um, scull your drinks. Yeah, scull your drinks. You That's pricks. a n- new rule. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think he is someone that at least should be on your radar. If you're a really bold person, you could go a week early. But what about Hobbs versus Caldwell? Uh, Hobbs. Hobbs, why? Um, I, f- I feel like over the next little bit, again, to just see you through the buys, I feel like Caldwell's role might be more subject to change potentially. Like we saw... Yeah. We saw a role where he was in there kind of free to go about his business. I just feel like he's been used as a lockdown guy previously. True. Could that be a thing depending on who they're coming up against? Yeah. But I know there's been a lot of talk about Caldwell this week. What have you heard? What do you what do you Well, like? I just I just the CBA breakdown is the thing that gets me thinking about it. Yeah. Now Caldwell Hobbs has shown he can score without CBA. He has. He he's has. a thirsty gangster. He, he has. And um Caldwell is more expensive, which is why I probably still go Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, just because they're both not keepers. They're both sort of guys to get you through the buys. So yeah. you might as well save the cash. Yeah. Um, at least then you'll have a bit more cash to play with next week. And I think that's the tiebreaker for me. Um, but Caldwell is uh, an alternative option with a lot of people going Hobbs. Yep. If you want it to be a little bit different and still get the benefit of that unique uh, and juicy run that Essendon have, Caldwell could be the guy that feasts. And I think, personally, I think he's going to have more CBAs, more of that inside time than a Hobbs. Whether or not he can capitalize on that like he did last week is a different story. Um, but for the price, I still have Hobbs as the my qu- number one guy. The question I was holding for you before yep. was um, Hobbs or, or Humphrey. There's the price difference there yeah. because that's sort of where I'm at with yeah. mine. So I'm just... Is it the same trade out? Uh, yeah. It, yeah. I was hoping Faye was going to be named because then I could go right down to... if To get to Hobbs, What's I'd have... What's that price difference? To get to Hobbs and trade players that I'd be happy to trade, I'd I'd have to trade. Um, sorry, I'd have to bring in a 200k rookie on the other end, and yeah. like, who the fuck is that? So I th- I feel like I'm almost going to be forced to go to Humphrey to. Yeah, I would slightly lean Hobbs. Yeah, that was just it. because of the run. And early in the week, I was like. Faye's popped out of 160. Yeah. I'm sitting pretty. I'm just going to trade <laughs> Faye down. Yeah, yeah, Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all no, apples. No. no dice. This Fahey bloke must be a shit bloke around the club or something. Yeah. Um, no. I, look, I think they're really close. I, what like, where you put your thumb on your beer for? I was worried that the, the bubbles was, were going to come out. I thought you were worried I was going to spike you or something. It's like what they teach you to do in the club. <laughs> no, I thought the other was going to come over the top. Um, I, I think just because of the West Coast and North Melbourne back-to-back, like we saw 
players in Hawthorne go tons that would never dream of tonning up. Yeah. You know? uh, so I think that Hobbs is a guy that could feast at a matchup Boy, like Faye, that. He's been named a sub. What You're is joking me. What does this world come to, hey? Yeah. I don't oh. even know if I... I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe. I'll <laughs> oh, throw the toys. No, let's go. Come on. We this got this. Sucks. We got this, um, Luke. Which of these disgraceful... Well, Canadian club's not bad. Which, throw it out. Which one should I jump into next? Keep in mind, this one I dropped on the stairs coming up here. So it could be... Open it away from the... the yeah, the it could be spice when I open mate. it. We'll see which, which one people want to jump into. Uh, round 15 by for the forwards, Bailey Smith versus Zach Butters. This has been a debate all week for a lot of play, a lot of people. What are your thoughts? Who are you taking out of Zach Butters or Bailey Smith if you're choosing? Is there a price difference? Uh, yes, Zach Butters is slightly more expensive, but it's very close. Um, let me bring him up. Workshopping this one live. 836 th- for Bailey I Smith, think- 8 42, so 7,000, 6, The mentality is a little bit interesting here too, isn't it? Because what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The way people see Smith is they see him as a fallen guy that can go big and we can get him at the bottom. The way people see Butters who don't have him is, oh, look how much I've missed. Look, at his, look what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's interesting to ask yourself that question, who goes more from here. If if I was guaranteed that Bailey Smith's going to be in that high CBA, high time on ground role for the rest of the year, then I think it's Bailey Smith hands down. Yep. Is there a chance that in two weeks' time he gets absolutely bevoed and it looks like a terrible trade? Yes. So I think Butters has more certainty of role, but I think I that Butters has a lower upside if everything goes right and more potential risk of injury, less potential risk of getting on the booger sugar and headbutting someone. <laughs> However, We've so always got to take in the booger sugar risk. You, so <laughs> You must account for it, and that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, well, okay. I, I mean, I didn't account for the booger sugar risk, so maybe I rethink my thoughts. But I'm personally Bailey Smith over Zach Butters. Oh, you're safe, mate. What were you worrying about? This is probably garbage. Huh? Um, I, I'm going uh, Bailey Smith simply because Zach Butters has... He's more highly owned in the top 1,000. So if you're looking to move up rank... It's garbage. It's tr- yeah, I don't know about those seltzers, hey? Seltzers. Um, it's like soda water or something. Yeah. Nah, not, not about him. But um, he's, he's lowly owned, Bailey Smith, that is. Yeah. And the guys who have traded in Zach Butters did it when he was under 700, low 700,000. So you're almost conceding a that, loss in that sort of a way. But if you're trading, the, if you're looking at the two of them now, you're just worried about what are they going to do for your team now, aren't you? Like, yeah, that's, that's if, mentality. Well, for me. if that's there like, was, if there was a, I agree with what you're saying. If I could say, yep, definitely this guy's going to, I just think hands down this guy's, but I could make an argument either way, right? Yeah. So it, to me, it's a tiebreaker. In, in this situation. So your tiebreaker is... is go I the feel, pod. I feel better and go the pod. Go okay. the pod. Go the upside. If, if if it goes your way, you know, Zach Butters goes into a tackle, smashes his shoulder. What? Touch wood because I'm an owner. But then <laughs> then if you don't go him and go to Belly Smith, then you're going to get a big leg up. Does your ranking change that? So let's say you're ranked 100. It, it would. Okay. Yeah. So you're then you'd go safer. Yeah, I probably would because okay. I do have more. Well, that's, worth, that's worth saying, yeah, I think, as fair, well. Fair, good point. Because uh, I think I do agree with you that Zach Butters is probably more established for us, especially after what he's been doing. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, not he's like, it's him and Rosie are the number one and two guys. He's in so there. good. Eh? Uh, Bailey Smith is definitely behind yeah. uh, Liver and Bont. So, uh, yeah, I guess if you're not top 500, top 1,000, I'd probably be going Bailey Smith. Pod. Shit, we've talked about. Buddy, God, we can waffle stroll. on. Let's we go. We should, buddy. You got some big boys going soon, don't well, you? Well, yeah, but let's let's quickly have a look at these uh, five o'clock yeah, we've teams. Fucked up the timing on this. Sorry, people. That's all good, people, mate. People it's our show. We do what we want. Uh, <laughs> so let's have a look. Look at these five o'clock teams. Um, Sunday squads. So we've got Harry Sharp is obviously admitted. So just uh, um, quietly, Harry Sharp. Coach comes out and says, "We just oh, need, what a joke! We just need to get the young fella some consistency." Subbed, dropped. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> what was that comment? Consist- just keep your mouth shut. Like you don't even need yeah, to say yeah. that. Consistency in the magoos. Oh, it like it, it. No one bats an eye if you don't come out and say those comments. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, but it looks like Wilmot is in the team, so that is good. He is I held keep, in I keep spot. Moving around. Sorry. 
Mate, you can't touch... Oh, and here he is. Blake Drury has been omitted. So he is out of there. Um, so obviously that is another red dot for teams. And why'd you make me trade Drury in your prick? <laughs> oh, week one, at least I got him for his 50 plus, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. what have I got him for? Like 12 and 14 you, or something? Yeah, terrible. Um, the other game, not too much to speak about except for... So Travis, Travis Boak injured. You said Wilmot was sweet. Wilmot's in. Okay. Everything else is pretty pretty whatever. Nick Floston out injured. Is not, he? Not good for the ticks. But yeah, okay. So those are probably the two biggest things. Nothing really else there to speak about. If I've missed something though, let me know in the in the comments there. But And Fahey sub, did that get did that get announced on Twitter or does that actually get announced on the AFL website as well? Uh, I'll have to check Twitter. That might have been a Twitter thing, but yeah, okay. I don't think the subs gets announced this far out. So Someone has obviously just found that and tweeted it out. Let's go in to my favorite segment oh, here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just get, get your graphic ready. Give me a sec. Get your graphic ready. Okay, let's go. <laughs> oh, you thought I wasn't ready. You've dropped the kung fu fighting, you clown. Kung fu fighting? No, we're, we're talking big boys. Mate, big I've had too many beers. Uh, this guy. Big boys. Number one. This was a late change when the, the teams were announced. But number one for me this week is the guy we talked about before, Zaki Merritt. Pause for a second because Go. I've just seen, no word of a lie, guys, but at the top of this run sheet on the big boys, Mitch has written here, brag about my average captain. Oh, score. no, that's left over from when I was saying that I was that's, averaging 120 plus, which I think that's disgraceful, I'm still man. around 120 plus on my <laughs> glad, average. But glad you got your little brag in, mate. Well done. Sorry, Zach Merritt. That was Continue. genuinely an accident, but I'll, I'll say that I'm doing awesome with my captains. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they're doing all right. Uh, Zachy Merritt, up against West Coast. I just think he's going to feast. They obviously dropped the tagger. Uh, Jimby might still run with him. I still think that's a flag, but yeah. I think it's a big difference between Jimby going with him and a, like a dedicated tagger who we've yeah. seen hold guys to like sub-90 scores the past two weeks. So uh, I think he is my number one target off the back of his 150, still no Paris, still no set of field. He's going to be in the midfield at a high rate. So No arguments there. 7.40pm. Uh, number two, I have Andy Brayshaw up against Melbourne, who in the past we've kind of considered Melbourne a tough matchup, but I think they've been giving up a lot of points, obviously highlighted by Zach Merritt, uh, sorry, Zach Butters last week. Yeah. And the fact they don't have Oliver now, their midfield is just a little bit more, I guess, it's not as dominant. Yeah. As, as we would expect. And obviously, Brayshaw is coming in. I think his last three is uh, like 130 plus in terms of his form. So he gets the nod at number two. And number three is the highest I've had this player so far, Nick Dacos at North Melbourne. I nearly had him at number two, but there's a, there's a slight flag with a Bailey Scott running with him as a potential tag who... Look, and we both watched this game. The tag, there was a talk about a tag on Errol Goulden last week. Um, and I think that the talk is he's going to do a similar thing, mate. Those those beers and <laughs> seltzers are coming up, aren't they? I can't keep them down. But like, do you do you think we should be worried about a tag from North Melbourne for Nick Dacos? Because when I first looked at this list, I saw Nick Dacos versus North Melbourne and my eyes lit up. Just like juicy personified. Yeah. He's received some attention at various points yeah. in various quarters throughout the year, and it typically hasn't been an issue. Yeah. He's just so thirsty, isn't he? And yeah. I don't see it being an issue. If he wants to fill his boots against he'll, North yeah. Melbourne, he'll do it. He'll, he'll do it. It probably more comes down to his desire. Like it, and how get, long How long does North Melbourne, if they do have a run with role, like how long do they persist with it? Like yeah. is it an all-game thing? Because I imagine if they're... Smashing them, and at the last half, like he's just Xavier O'Neill proved that wrong, uh, didn't he? Last week, is like yeah. persisted with that, but you get the impression that Nick Dacos is a guy's like, regardless of the score, he's going to get his, isn't yeah. he? So, the only thing is, he's on the Sunday, so you have to put a straight C on him. And, yeah. and I've been on the record saying that it always makes me nervous, um, but I think just the North Melbourne matchup is very juicy, so. With Drury dropped now, there is a potential for you to maybe do a Zach Merritt VC and back it up with a uh, Nick Dacos C if you don't have Andy Brayshaw, yeah. um, which I do really like. Number four, we've got Timmy English at Gold Coast. Um, is Witsy hard to score against? He is, but Tim English is just Tim English. And he is. 
I think that he's the kind of guy that just thrives, especially in those slippery conditions. He it doesn't matter he for him. So, he's so clean. For he's a, got the cleanest hands in the in the AFL. I reckon. Like he is for a ruckman. No, I. I you I, reckon that? he's got the cleanest? Like in terms of just That's catching a mark, he is next level in my opinion. Yeah, he's not too bad. Yeah, he's yeah, he, uh, he's just he, again the highest averaging player in AFL yeah. fantasy. He um, sells himself, doesn't he? he? He's just the guy there. Tom Green, I have at number five at Geelong. Again, a little bit of rethinking here. Typically, Geelong have been a tough matchup, but again, they've been giving up scores with a lot of their injured midfielders. Um, so Tom Green could go big against them. Um, and Zach Butters at Richmond. So my top six I actually really like. Zach Butters at Richmond, obviously coming off that 148 against Richmond in a positive matchup on Sunday. I think any of those six are a really good option there. Um, and I think a lot of people will be doing an early VC. So potentially could, if you have like a Drury, for example, go with one of those later guys, VC them and go into one of those Sunday boys because... Yeah, you could get a leg yeah, up there. you could get a leg up. Your thoughts on any of those boys? Anyone that, that jumps out to you? or oh, uh, To be fair, I didn't look too much past Merritt and Brayshaw because I own both of them and that's my plan. So. Jesus, nice, the, to be, the, nice to be the Oxlongs, hey? If, uh, you're not wrong. But if you're looking for any silver lining in all the chaos, maybe it's that you get a better loop option than what you might have. Well, until Drury was dropped, we had to loop pretty early on in the yeah, day. But, I know um, people hate me saying that's a terrible comment. I shouldn't hope any red dots on anyone. But Yeah, we've got plenty um, to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to round out the top 10, Tim Taranto against Port Adelaide. Equal t- top scorer for the game, but Port Adelaide, we know, are a tough matchup. Bont against Gold Coast. He's got big numbers against Gold Coast, and it's obviously in ripping form. Rory Laird, I wanted to put higher, but against Brisbane, it's a tough matchup. They haven't been getting up many scores. Yeah. And Jack Steele versus Hawthorne, still just a little bit worried about his all of his knee and shoulders and everything issues, but he's still Jack Steele and put up a big score last week, so perhaps yeah. he is over it, but um, he comes down to the bottom of the list. Uh, so they, they are my top 10. I'll nice. Tweet him out later, so if you have any questions about them or let us know what you guys are doing with your captains. I'll probably be going Andrew Brayshaw into Merritt, although I am tempted to go Merritt into Dacos just to be a little bit different because I think Merritt will be a popular captain this week. And I don't know, there's something about like V-seeing him when everyone else is going to be giving him the C, that if he does but if you flop. If, oh, okay, if he does flop. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. And if he goes well, I can still get it. If he flops, then I've got a, a got second chance. Up. So those those are my... my I've got Brayshaw at two, but I'm still potentially weighing up the option of doing a Dacos as my C. I think I think it's fair enough for this, mate. You've been doing well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Pay attention to the big boys. Should we do some spicy takes? Yeah, let's go. What's up? Let's. This one's highlighted red, so I know, I know oh, this one's the right one. This is Spice City. Let's go. <laughs> well done, mate. Righty. Hot takes. Let's go with yours first. I like I like what you've got written here because it's one of my pet hates. <laughs> I expect that. The commentators will call. I don't know how to pronounce. I was going to say, what's his name? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the the young boy. I was, I was about to say. <laughs> I expect that they will. Oyson Mullen. Oyson Mullen, the Irishman. I expect the commentators will call him the Irishman in excess of twenty times during the coverage. Yeah. Well, someone look out for that for us. If, yeah, I want. I want. A, I want an Irishman tracker. Yeah. If someone watching that game can can track how many times he's referred to as the Irishman... That might not even be a spicy take. They, the commentators just love that. Well, oh, I think the spiciest like, bit about this take is you've said in excess of 20 times, which, does that mean he's getting 20 touches? I reckon they'll find a way to say it, even if he's not yeah, touching yeah, the ball. Yeah, they'll just talk about the it. The Irishman's yeah. on again. Because they can't help it. And I, I even did it, I think we were talking about <laughs> yeah. Conor McKenna earlier in the season, and I even did it. It's just like a reflex uh, <laughs> thing that you do, because obviously, you know, that's what, you know... That stands out about him, but yeah, it is a pet peeve of mine because um, spicy take. Yeah, in, everyone in no way it. related to fantasy, so it's pretty shit one. But nah, I like it. Call him out. I want I want that Irishman tracker. Uh, my spicy take is that I'm going to piggyback on your <laughs> spicy take from last week, but I'm saying this week four bombers go one twenty plus against the West Coast. Name them. Name them. Merit. I'm going to well say... <laughs> oh, I'm going to actually... Hold up. Let me have a look at their team here. Uh, oh, he's he's going to go, go by default. Hold, 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 hold on a second. Mishka uh, Parish. <laughs> Setterfield. I reckon Hobbsy gets there. Hobbsy gets there. Hobbsy gets there. Yeah, okay. 
I reckon Hobbs goes one twenty plus. Yep, I reckon hot take here. I'm gonna say who's the guy that everyone's been hating on. I'm blanking uh, McGrath. Cool. I reckon McGrath goes oh, one twenty so plus. That, you think the defenders are gonna wax? They're gonna chip it around, and let's say who kicks a bag for them. I reckon Stringer goes big as well. He'll have his Jakey Stringer. He'll have his two out of three good games for the if Jake, year. This yeah, week. if Jakey Stringer goes big, there's every chance that um, the Bombers get up. He, when he's when he's on, he's on. Yes. I know you don't like him, but when he's on, he's on. Oh, I just think he's overrated. I just got to give Procure callback. She just texted me. Yeah, all good. So those are my spicy takes for this round. Let's um, with that one there, we will go on to some questions. So Lukey, you are. Uh, I'll uh, take the wheels here and let's answer some questions, guys. So if you are watching along over on YouTube, drop your questions in the um, YouTube uh, comment section there. We'll walk through them here. So let's go through a couple of these guys. Um, da, 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 da. Who have we got? JJ and Cowan to Humphrey and Wardlaw bring in Hobbs or bring in a Hobbs. This is this is a very tough question with the, with the JJ injury. I do think now, obviously, if you go into Humphrey and Wardlaw, you're banking a decent amount of cash. But I would still prioritize getting a Wardlaw over a Hobbs, just to um, make sure you get that player, get that cash gen uh, moving forward to the buys. And I think if you're going to carry cash in any round, carrying it into the buy round where you have three trades to use the cash next week, I think that that's the perfect time or the best time to do that. So uh, for those of you who have the bullets copying and you don't have a ward law, I would still be okay getting in a ward law and carrying probably potentially a lot of money into round 12 because um, you could potentially do a double upgrade next week with three trades as well as fixing some of those red dots. New questions just come through. Ranked 300. Congratulations. Congratulations, Lakey. Um, cop the jelly bullet. Do, do we move to lead or... Go with a point of difference. We I, we kind of touched on this before, isn't it? What, what are your thoughts? The pod there? the doc, I like. I think I think this is the buy that's the splitter for me. Yeah. Without knowing your team, Lakey, most teams that I am aware of are very heavy on that round 15, 15 buy. Yeah, yeah. We've got North Melbourne with Sheasel and Zebel. We've got Port. Port with Butters and Rosie. Yeah. We've got the Bulldogs. We've got the Giants. Um, so, a bunch of different players there. So... <sighs> Uh, we've got Taranto in Richmond. Yeah. So I think for me, Laird is probably the play there. He's probably got a higher ceiling as well. So for me, he's probably the guy there. But I do like Doherty. But again, it's just that that buy round that, that takes him down a notch for me. Absolutely. Keep your questions coming through, guys. Even if you asked them before, we'll try and answer the ones that are coming through yes. right now. It just makes it a bit easier for us as well. Um, JJ and Kelly to Dale and Cogs. Yep. Or are you going to Wardlaw and Lead and banking a fair bit of coin there? Again, this is normally I wouldn't say this, but I am choosing Wardlaw and Lead of those options. I just think Wardlaw is extremely important this week. Um, 310k is more than I would love to carry if you can get to premiums. I'll call Dale a premium, but next week you'll have that cash to double upgrade and you'll get the price rise of Wardlaw this week, which I think will be in excess of probably 50K this week. Yeah, I think I'm going there as well. 310K, I know we don't feel good about holding it, but it's a weird old season at the minute. This is the week to do it, right? Like, you, like next week, you can do a lot with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Double and up, even if you have upgrade. carnage, like if you get an injury this week, you can fix that with one trade and then have two other trades to do it one down, one up. So Still gonna help it's you. the best time to hold cash. Should we just give a bit more airtime to this Humphrey versus Hobbs debate? Because I, f- I just feel like there'll be a few people that might be making that decision because we're yeah. looking at fixing red dots and these so what, guys are the guys that are within like a, dis- a distance of being able to... So what are, you, what are you doing? I think I said before, I'm Hobbs just. But if you can't afford Hobbs, I'm not, I'm not unhappy with getting Humphrey. To, like I said before, to, to trade the guys that I want to trade and get to Hobbs, I'd have to bring in basically a 200k rookie and I don't think we have any that you would trade in. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth it. To, so the the more likely scenario for me is that I'm going to go to Humphrey so that maybe I can... Even if I go to Humphrey, I don't even know if I'd be able to go to Weddle. I'd probably still have to trade a guy that mm. 
is a living, breathing soul. Um, <laughs> so mate, we need those living, breathing souls. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah. I haven't had time to touch myself this week, let alone. Oh fuck! We're well, down. The drinks Try are again. down. The drinks are down. Just shake up some more drinks, mate. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Party in here, so I got to do some deep thinking after this podcast. Um, if only we weren't going to watch it's, the little It's my one. second Great Northern, uh, PJ, thank you. But, yes, I am nursing it a little bit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Called out. Called my out, days. yeah. My, my bad, mate. Um, well, has, has Luke been touching his mic? Because I haven't been paying attention. If you guys have noticed him touch, touching his mic and haven't been telling us, um, well... Firstly, shame on you guys, but if he hasn't, good on you, Luke. It's the, pe- um, the people watching. You've been um, fighting the uh, fighting the urge. The people watching closely are the ones licking the floor, so um, <laughs> they, they might not be able to comment. Yeah, um, let's see what Bowles has got for us. He's going to grab Humphrey and Weddle this week. Didn't end up getting the Hump Bear last week, so correcting that. I I think those are decent trades, and that could that could even be where yeah. I go. I think to be perfectly honest, I'm doing a similar thing with Humphrey and Wardlaw because I didn't grab Wardlaw last week. Um. Yeah. So I think of a similar, similar kind of mindset. Good of Luke Beveridge to tune in here with this comment. Oh, Lukey Beveridge. So, Luke. Hey, Luke. Beveridge. Well, I've got a question. Hey, Firstly, missing... before we answer Luke Beveridge's question, Luke, I've got a question for you. Uh, what are you doing with Bailey Smith when um, Trelaw comes back? We'd love <laughs> this, to know. This poor bloke's dad probably is Luke Beveridge, <laughs> and we're stitching him up. So, Luke, thoughts on being gutsy and trading out Sheasel with the potential role change? If it, if you. If you've dodged all of the carnage now and you're thinking of that, that you must be in a You must position, be in a luxurious a really position. position. Look, it's it's a play, but I think it's it's only a play. It's only only a play if you have green dots coming out of your ass. Like it's I I would I would have thought of it more seriously if we didn't have the carnage and rookies that we just had this round. Yeah. Um because there is a potential that he is a guy that we move. I think it's more likely that if that is something you're contemplating you you, you do it at his buy round at round 15 because it is that heavy buy round and you could maybe move him to a Sicily or one of those other guys in the defense line that are, are coming yeah. off their buy. This is an interesting one. What are your thoughts on someone there said, is it worth going Fahey this week? Just in the assumption that surely he's going to be named. It's, it seems a bit of a waste. You're not yeah, getting anything for it this it. week and you're not guaranteed to get anything next week. Like, yeah. We've been thinking for six weeks that he's guaranteed to yeah, get selected. Exactly. They had injuries this week. He still didn't get selected. If, so. he, if he drops a 160 and only comes on as a sub, then any shit performance, yeah. you'd have to think that he's not guaranteed a spot in the team the week after. So I, I want to have eyes on it. I want to see it, yeah. especially when we've got those other options with low break evens right now. And barring an injury early on in the game, he's not going to yeah. get away oh, from you. In break even's 25. Season. If he yeah. gets on for a quarter, like he's probably not even making that. So a lot to get there. Uh, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't jump early. Uh, Chincotta and Wagner to Hobbsy and McAndrew or to Humphrey and Johnson. Chincotta and Wagner to Hobbs and McAndrew or Humphrey and Johnson. Uh, okay, this That's is tough because I don't like any either of those round 12 guys. I think I'd probably go McAndrew over Johnson. So then that leaves me to the first one, Hobbs and McAndrew. Hobbs and McAndrew. Just because yeah. I think, obviously, you've got the low break even. I think he's less of a... Although he's a ruckman. Um, but I think... Yeah, I'd probably prioritise. I like Hobbs a little bit more than Humphrey. I probably like McAndrew a little bit more than than Johnson. So I'd probably lean that way. But I don't know. I don't. Could you go? Could, I mean, you're going Hobbs and McAndrew. I'd pro, I'd rather go Humphrey and McAndrew. No, I was going to say. Well, he's got Humphrey and Johnson. Johnson there. I'm assuming this person's already got a Wardlaw. Must do. Could you go a Humphrey and like a um. A Weddle. I'd rather do that than, than like a, choose a Hobbs. I'd, I'd probably rather do that and then get one of those round 12 guys because I'd, I'd be worried that the, the round 12 guys are not there come round 13. You know, That's they have their yeah. buy. Yeah, and you, you really want them to be there for yeah. that round. So, uh, yep. I like this comment. If Mitch sculls his beer, Merritt will go 150. There's no chance of Mitch sculling his beer. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it straight out to you. If he sculls his beer, it's going to end up all down the front of his Celtics shirt. All Wait, over I, can, the I can drink a beer. Can you scull a beer? Yeah, I can scull a beer. I didn't, I, I didn't take you for the kind of guy who could scull a beer. And yeah. you, know, you know who can't scull a beer for shit? 
This, this guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could drink a beer, but I'm not. I, I talk a big game with all these drinks in front of you. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to enjoy my I'm beverage. Shit house on the piss. He's trying to enjoy his beverage. Righto, Merritt's not going one fifty then. He's going one seventy. <laughs> oh, poor, poor blokey. His name actually is Luke Berridge. Sorry, mate. Appreciate you listening in. Uh, let's get a couple more questions in. Hey. Yep. Uh, so seven hundred forty-six k for any position and picking between she or Simkin. But someone suggested going Humphrey and saving cash for next week. Is it worth going that low, or would you take who would you take with seven forty-six k? Um. I potentially think it is worth going that low. Um, it depends on it depends on your your team, and I'm assuming that for you, chicken lentil soup, excellent name there, um, that you are in the same boat as a lot of other coaches and have a lot of red dots on your bench, and cash generation is going to be tough for you with that situation. So I think for me, grabbing um, a Humphrey this week is probably the priority. Having that cash. Making sure you get a big upgrade next week. Yeah, That'd in that, in that particular price bracket, the best you might be looking at. Is Matt, Miami in six. Get out of here, mate. Miami in six. Jimmy you can, Buckets. You can leave. Thank you. Jimmy Buckets fan. <laughs> no, don't tell people to leave. Stay around, Matt. Change your mind or, or you it. can leave. Uh, we love you. Calvin can scull a beer. DT Talk tuning in. Is hey, that, shout out to the boys. That'd be the warn dog, wouldn't it? Surely. You boys coming over to Perth. We get some tickets to Perth, I reckon. Don't you um? Don't you have something coming up soon that you're gonna <laughs> have to stay in prison for? Well, you know, having a baby or not, I think we. <laughs> I think we can make our way to Perth. Brooke, Brooke won't mind, will she? Pretty, yeah, no. Yeah, she she can handle the newborn. That's hey, all right. Yeah, she'll be unreal. She'll, <laughs> she'll take care of the newborn. We'll go drink beers with the traders. So sounds like a, a plan to me. But uh, I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head when when the uh, the DT boys are heading over to Perth. But if you guys are listening along over in Perth, make sure you check it out there. We were in the Brisbane one, and it was great catching up with everyone. Good and uh, good yeah, good catching up with the boys there. So if you're in Perth, get your. I don't know. If, I think. I don't know if it's a free thing. I'm butchering it again. Another, another, <laughs> another advertisement. You can't but plug, mate. You I cannot plug. plug for shit. But uh, head over there. They, they are great fun. All right, let's do maybe two more. Two more questions. Uh, oh, Bales will be there too in Perth. So Bales all the more there. reason to get there. Shit, we're going to get fine, mate. We're going to have to go. Yeah, right. Uh, let's now. scroll right back to the top. What do we got? Do I go Oliver and Hollands to Merritt and Hobbs or to Butters and Simpsons? So now we're talking a question that's more at that uh, bullets at the high end. What are you doing? Oliver and Hollands. <sighs> See, I would love to have traded Hollands, but because he's probably going to go down in cash. But now yeah, with those red sun. dots, again, it's tough to know without these teams and how many red dots people have on their field. But I still feel like I go Merritt and Hobbs rather than Butters and Simkin. If I, I was would probably do, do the same too. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think Simkin's a risk as it is. Butters, Butters is probably sort up his price around fifteen by as well. Round. Yeah, you got two round fifteen buys there heavy on versus that. two round fourteens. Yeah, yeah, I'd so, be going to Merritt and Hobbs over Butters and Simkin. Okay, one more. This one better to trade Chincotta and Hunt to Humphrey and Hobbs, or Wilmot and Hunt to McAndrew and Baz. Oh, this is tough. Again, oh, oh, well, Wilmot's playing, so I'm going Chincotta and Hunt yeah. to Humphrey and Hobbs. I'm probably doing the same thing. Yeah, it's it's it feels like anti like everything I'm about. I'm always about getting those premiums, and any other week I would be saying, "Yep, get Bailey Smith. He's going to be in your team for the rest of the season. He's the guy that you want." But just this week, I think we're going to need that. And and just speaking on those philosophies, like I've, I've sort of been reflecting a little bit, and I've sort of been saying like. Get the let the upgrade dictate your downgrade, but it's shaping up this season so far that the guys who are going to be successful at the very top there are the guys who have done the right downgrade targets. So if you've got your um, you know your uh, Humphreys, if you've got your Wardlaws, if you've got your Weddles, if you jumped on that Port guy, what's his name? Um, that defender guy, he he was a good good player to target. Where I think he was a sub one week, but then he was a bit more expensive. I'm blanking on the name. Um, it'll come me to me. Too, but, me too. but like paying up for those more expensive rookies that we know are solid has seemed to pay off so far this season. Dylan Williams is the guy I was thinking about. Yeah, like okay. those those kind of players typically in seasons past I've just not really considered because I want to have that extra cash to make the right upgrade. But I'm thinking this season with just the sub rule, 
it's probably in hindsight, it's been the way to go with those better rookies to get the cash generation. So definitely learned a lot this season. I would say it's been I different. Yeah, played too long, but still a lot like, to play out. Feels obviously, like we're but um, yeah, I think this round, especially with the buys just around the corner, that's the way I'm going. What do you reckon? They got a video coming out soon that we'll feature it. Hey. Don't, Hopefully, do not release that video warning. Hopefully, we that, serve that will the, be a that will be a well. shit show. Do not put us in your video. My days, my days. Uh, should we wrap this thing up? Yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Any last uh, comments before we finish up for the good people out there for their fantasy round eleven? Thanks to everyone for tuning in, guys. As always, we we um, can't get to everyone's comments, but um, if you leave them for us on Twitter and YouTube, um, if we're we're watching the Little Mermaid tonight, oh, so yeah, we we're getting dragged along. We can't reply. We can't watch the footy, but um, got to keep the got to keep the girls happy as well. Look after your girls was was a saying that used to get around at the footy club. Look after your girls. I don't yeah. know whether it was. I don't know how it was. Uh, I reckon, was I reckon if I'm going to the footy, Ellie needs to look after me. She's the fighter. Oh, <laughs> she, right. I can't wait to show her this video because Mitch, Mitch is in the doghouse big time. Hey, well, hold on, hold on. No, she's the one fighting kids at footy games and all this sort of stuff. She's got the gloves up uh, at footy games. Anywhere else, I'll look after her. But uh, thank you, yes. I uh, echo those sentiments. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Fredo Cake. Hey, up the boys. Um, let's um, give this video a big thumbs up. Make sure you guys are subscribed. Good luck in your round 11 and hope your trades fire and your captains go big. And we'll see you guys next week. Laters. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.